to this week's Frankly Golf podcast. We're at podcast number 18. Ooh, it's the final hole. Or is it? <laughs> no, no, I think we'll, we'll, we'll maybe play another round. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, I'm Valerie Melvin. I'm here with Frank Thomas. And this week we're going to be talking about a very interesting subject, which is which of your clubs are the most important we were discussing this the other day, Frank, and we thought it would just be the makings of an excellent podcast because we all have favourite clubs, but they're not necessarily the most important. No, and I think I think you have to almost uh, judge them based on on how much you use them and how you use them. Uh huh, uh huh. But just to make sure, we all know three things. Number one, we're only allowed to carry fourteen clubs. That's right. Sometimes I think in a previous podcast we have recommended actually carrying less because it makes the game just a bit easier. Right. I, I think if you're going to carry the full complement, you know, 14 is the maximum. And, uh, but also you must recognise that some people have tried to use a left-handed and a right-handed chipper. That doesn't conform. Uh, so that would be almost like two clubs. I see. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why it, doesn't, it was uh, ruled non-conforming. Uh, the other thing all is the, all the clubs should conform with the rules or, that you carry. Or, all the clubs you use must conform with the rules. Right. Uh, the new rules uh, allow you to carry a non-conforming club as long as you don't use it. Huh, interesting. But also you've got to recognise that, that some putters, they can have two faces as long as their loft is not greater than 10 degrees and that you can use it with a left-handed or right-handed. But the, the faces have got to be identical. Like the uh, bullseye Old bullseye. Wow, interesting. Right. You see, we learn something new every week in this podcast. Right. right. <laughs> um, and you could also, I suppose, theoretically, you could carry like three drivers, four drivers, whatever. I mean, I think Phil Mickelson carried 14 drivers if you wanted to. Yeah, that would be interesting. Right. <laughs> or 14 putters, whatever. Right. Um, so what we thought we would do is just go through the bag and just discuss each club and it's a... Uh, importance right. and usefulness so let's start with the big dog that would be the driver right. <laughs> so i believe the driver i think a lot of emphasis is put on the driver because of distance i think people should worry a little bit more about accuracy than distance but i do believe it's very important to get the ball off the tee well because if you end up in the rough or you you know you don't get it up there in the fairway you're going to be hacking about, and it doesn't make for a very pleasurable experience. Well, yeah, the driver is the, is the big dog, as you say, and it's um, you know it's for distance, and everybody tries to kill it, and and uh, it is it's uh, it's the club that that, as far as uh, yeah, I'm concerned, is is very important, very important. But uh, as you suggest, you must stay in the fairway. But I, I think it's uh, the importance is overemphasized because. You only use it maximum of 14 times unless you use it on par three. That's true. Now, moving through the bag, the three wood. What do you think about the three wood? How important is that? Um, I I think the three wood, you know, now I would, if you're on the on the fairway uh, and you, you don't want to use your driver, I mean, it's it's uh, some people have done it, they've tried to do it and they, they uh, you know, they're just wishing they could do it, but... It really is not a very effective club on the drive on, on the fairway. Uh-huh. The center of gravity is too high, and 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 it just you you really it's just uh, it's not a not a thing to do. So so the three would be would be 
the substitute for, for using a driver. However, I do think that possibly, um, you know, the three would, I would, I would, I would get rid of it if I could out of the bag. I don't often use it and I'd rather use the five wood. Mm. Yeah, I think, I think the three wood is sort of interesting because if the driver isn't going well, you can always pull out your three wood and use it off the tee. That's right. With reasonable success. As a matter of fact, you probably should be using it in most cases because when you've got your three wood in your hand, it, it hasn't got written on it, kill. <laughs> as a driver does that. And so you'll probably swing very much more effectively if you use a three wood off the tee. Uh, or even your five wood. I mean, you were saying about the five wood. I, I remember when I was growing up, I actually had my my first wooden club, and it was wood. I'm ageing myself here. Um, it was a four wood, yes. which is obviously in between the three and the five. Um, but it was such a great club. So I think when I look at a five wood, it kind of reminds me of my little old four wood. Now we'll go on to talk a little bit about the, the hybrids, Frank. Well, have, we, have we decided that the five wood is important? I think the five wood is important, but I mean, maybe the three wood or the five wood are as important as each other. Well, if you if you had to drop one wood, which one would you drop? Not the driver. No, I'd probably drop the three wood. Drop the three wood and use the five. Yeah, right. probably. So therefore, if that's the case, then probably the five wood is a little bit more important than the three. That's right. Um, and then we move on to the hybrids. Right. Very important clubs now. Yeah, definitely. I think they've really revolutionised the game and that sort of space in your bag where before you would sort of pull out a three iron or a four iron and wish that you would hit it well. Combination. I, I think, you know, we used to have one irons yeah. a very long time ago and then we had two irons. And then when they when when everybody started cheating the manufacturers by by de-lofting the irons to make them go a little further, uh, the, the the sort of one iron became a one plus, uh, one minus iron, <laughs> and, and 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 the two iron became the one iron, uh-huh. and and all of them moved uh, shifted up. And as a matter of fact, that's the whole reason why when all the clubs shifted up, uh, uh, one club, then. The, the the pitching wedge, you know, had it was it actually a nine iron, and and uh, that's the reason for getting the gap wedge. Uh huh. No, it's it's interesting the, the evolution, but yeah, I definitely think those hybrids have made a huge difference, and I would say they're quite important. Very very important because they are very forgiving, and they have taken the place of the long irons. So, um, assuming that you had a four iron in your bag, is it important? Uh, yeah, but based on the fact that you you have a hybrid to to get that distance, and it's more, I mean, it's more forgiving than a four iron. I would say that the the four iron is probably the least most important club in your bag. Uh, the only thing I would say when we discuss the hybrid versus the four iron is the trajectory of the hybrid versus the four iron, and in certain courses and certain conditions, possibly a four iron is better. Then a hybrid, I'm thinking specifically about links conditions where you've got a lot of wind, you want to keep the ball down but get distance and have it run. Yeah. Whereas your hybrid is going to fly, the trajectory is going to be a little bit different. Yeah, but but uh, even in that discussion, you want to say, well, the four iron is the least important. Doesn't mean it's not important. No, I know. I it, know. Mean, it means that you for exactly the way you described it. In the event that you need a, a specific shot, you have to keep it under the wind or something like that, or 
that that's when you you use your four iron. But it's not it's not a club that you use you know every time you get a hard. It shouldn't be because you've got a hybrid to take that that particular distance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then how about you know if we look through the bag five six seven eight nine irons, Frank. I mean, what do you think? I mean, the way I see all those irons in the bag is they're sort of clubs for specific distances. Yeah. And I don't know that one's more important or more useful than the other. It depends how far away you are from the hole. Right, right, right. <laughs> As to how useful or important they are at any given time. Now, in fairness, with any of the clubs, and I think it's a good exercise for people to, like, as an example, if you carried a half set, so you had a five, a seven, and a nine as an example. Um, you know, to, to work out how to manipulate that five iron to play like a six. So to grip down on it and be able to, you know, hit it slightly differently so you can control the yardage of each club. Um, but, you know, what what are your thoughts? I, I, I think that's, that's a half set makes you do that. It, it improves your skills. And as a matter of fact, it's one of the things, um, you know, I've been advocating for some time. Uh, if you want to see how skillful the pros are on tour, take four clubs out of their bag. Mm-hmm. Let them play with ten clubs. And 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 you'd be able to see their skills, but th- that that's an example. You you need to start developing your skills if you are going to play a half um, a, a half a shot or uh, if you are or a sh- short set of clubs. Uh, um, I'm I, that's that's for a different really, really different discussion. But as far as uh, the irons are concerned, from the four all the way to the nine. Um, yeah, they 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 vary for a very specific distance. Yes, you may have a favourite club in there. I mean, your seven iron is your most favourite club. Uh, my five iron is my favourite club as far as the the irons are concerned. Oh, really? Right. Oh. So so so, uh, and that yeah, it's quite understandable. It's sort of the middle of the, of the set. Uh huh. Uh huh. And plus, I mean, I think if you're hitting your five iron well, you're hitting probably every cl- every club in your bag well. You normally. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's that sort of club. You take it out and you feel like if you're hitting that well, most of your other clubs are going to be absolutely A-OK. And generally, we can hit our wedges pretty well and our shorter irons pretty well, but well, things start going wrong when you get like a little bit, when the ball gets further away uh-huh. or the club gets longer, right? Right. Um, OK, now, which takes us to the pitching wedge. Now, I think the pitching wedge is extremely important because you're really depending, and you can depend on that club for every yardage from, let's say, depending how far you hit it, let's say 110 yards and in. I mean, that's quite a variation in distance. Right, and just off the, off the green, right off the green, so so from 110 yards to 10 yards. Yeah. Uh, and, you, and, and it's a club that you can use, and the club that you go to, um, I, I think I think uh, that uh, the nine iron is is can be used that way, but that's how you'd use the nine iron if you had a short set. But mm-hmm. uh, as far as the pitching wedge is concerned, it is a very important club. And if you had a nine iron in your set, you'd probably drop your pitching wedge. Well, yes. Um, I think I would. Well, yeah. I know I have in the yes, past. Yes, yes, you would. But uh, but I think that uh, that uh, also you can use a pitching wedge as a sand iron. Not very effectively, but you can. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, we'll have to we'll have to try that out yeah, one day, right. Frank. Yeah. Right. 
next time I see you in the bunker I'll be like what about trying that pitching wedge as a sand <laughs> sandwich <laughs> but yeah no but I mean I think the idea is and I think as you develop your skills the ability to manipulate the clubs and use them you know they, they're, they're tools for a particular job but it's kind of useful if you can manipulate the tool to do what you want because that builds your skills and your understanding of how the clubs work but that, and that's that's where the short game is so important. The short game when you use your, your pitching wedge, and then 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 because and as we described earlier on, the manufacturers were cheating by de-lofting all of their clubs, and and but the the sand wedge uh, stayed the same. That was about fifty six degrees, and, and uh, but then you know all the others. So that made a big space between your sand wedge. And your pitching wedge, so that's when we introduced the gap wedge, which is now the 52 degree. Very aptly named. Right. <laughs> the thing I like about the gap wedge is that it f- obviously fills that distance gap right. between you know your full sand wedge and your full pitching wedge. So for me, sort of a 75 yard shot. I know I can just pull out the gap wedge and you know do a nice full swing on it, and it works perfectly. But at the same time, you can almost use it like your pitching wedge, you, your short shots, and and you can use it for for very short shots, uh, more so, and I think uh, more effectively off the green. Uh, using a sand wedge uh, off the green is is not as effective, I think, as a as a gap wedge. Well, I think it. The, the thing and that's... And it's lob, lob wedge. Well, then we've got our lob wedge at the very end, haven't we? Right. Um, but I, I think that the the difference between learning to use your gap wedge and your pitching wedge really depends on the sort of the type of um, approach shots you're trying to hit and whether you want to, hit, you know, play it a little bit lower, a little bit more run, or whether you want it to come in a little bit more lofted with, you know, a little bit more bite. So... I mean, that's sort of the, the trade-off in terms of the decision-making between chipping with a pitching wedge or a gap wedge. Right. Um, and as for the sandwich, and maybe, you know, your comment about the gap wedge being a bit easier to hit, obviously, off the fairway, when you look at the construction of the sandwich, it really is designed for bunkers. Right, and it has a, it has a big bounce on it. Uh, uh-huh. and, and that was what it was designed for, very specifically. Uh-huh. And what about the lob wedge, Frank? Is the lob wedge an important club? I I have uh, I have a lob wedge, but I haven't used it very often. Um I'm I'm not a big fan of the lob wedge. Uh it's a you know, sixty degrees and and uh you know, if you if you get a certain position, uh, certain club, obviously people like Phil Mickelson who made that club very popular was able to use it very effectively. But you know, most golfers uh, a lob wedge is really just for show. But, you know, I do think the the thing that people don't often realise, which we've pointed out in previous videos and things like that, is the actual, how difficult a lob wedge is to hit. And as you've said before, Frank, when you look down at the lob wedge, you see the full face of the club, so you yeah, think it should be quite easy. Looks like a snow shovel. <laughs> Well, I've been in Florida for so long, I don't remember what that looks like. It's <laughs> <laughs> huge when you're looking down at it. But the ball sees it differently. That's right. From the ball point of view, it's a very, very small blade that's coming at you. So you can easily miss it. And that's the reason why I'm saying that for most amateurs or most recreational golfers, it's a difficult club to hit very well. But the thing is, when you do, when it does come off... <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. You do. I mean, it, it does look pretty good and pretty impressive. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I think I think those uh, short game clubs are extremely. I mean, we could actually go on about for hours talking about the, right. the pros and cons of each of them, uh, but it brings us to um, our favourite club, which is obviously the putter. Right. The putter is the most important club in the bag. I don't think there's any doubt about it. It's the one club that you use uh, more often than any other club. You use it on every hole, and you use it for one, two, or three shots on every hole, oh. depending on... Well, hopefully it's only three <laughs> shots, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and so uh, it, is, it, is, it is the most used club and the most important club because putting is more than 45% of the game. So... Even though you say that a driver is important because you have to get off the tee, and I agree with that, but um, I think that that uh, side by side, the, the putter stands out as being the most important club in the bag. Well, obviously, because let's say you even have 36 or 40 putts around versus a driver that you maybe hit four to, on average 14 times around, if that. If that, not on average, yeah. Maximum, really. Yeah, maximum, yeah, right. that's right. Um yeah, I mean, just in terms of quantity of use, yeah. the putter, the putter is the most important club in the bag. So I think that's... So, Frank, overall, um, would you say definitely your vote would be in for the putter? I don't think there's any question about it. Yeah. When you really sit back and analyse it and think about it, the the putter is the club that can save the score. Right. All the clubs are important. All the clubs are important, but they have a very specific use. We love all the clubs in your bag and all the clubs that aren't in your bag too, that are in your closet, that maybe you want to have a wee look at and say, are these actually useful? Are these going to help my game? And, you know, maybe maybe you want to bring some back and get rid of the ones that you don't use in your bag. To have that sort of analysis is, is important too. Yeah, get rid of the clubs you don't use. Yeah, and punish the ones that don't behave. <laughs> <laughs> not too bad. If you're, no, no. It may not be the club. Well, we hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. And until next week... May the frog be with you. <laughs>